If you read church news or online blogs, it's easy to get disillusioned. There's so much bad news. Combine this with a bad experience with Christians or a church, and it's no wonder that over 50% of Americans no longer affiliate with a Christian denomination. After all, the church seems to have proven itself to be full of hypocrisy and self-aggrandizing. But did you know that the criticism leveled against the modern church was first leveled against us by the Bible? The readings from these past few Sundays serve as a warning for us today that we have to walk the way or else we'll become just like the religious authorities of Jesus' day who turned the temple into a den of thieves. The bottom line, the good news is that even when institutions go bad, the message of Christ's resurrection still breaks out. You're listening to The Way with Father Dustin Lyon, a podcast of the Ephesus School Network. is risen. Welcome to The Way Podcast. I'm your host, Father Dustin. A few weeks ago, new statistics came out which said that under 50% of Americans consider themselves Christian. This includes all denominations of Christianity. We're also very painfully aware that many people who are baptized into the Orthodox Church, and even raised in the Orthodox Church, are no longer practicing Orthodox Christianity. We've lost a lot of people in the last 20 years or so. Many of these people will tell you that they are spiritual, but not religious. They make a distinction between the institution and private spirituality. Some of them do this because they've seen the institution become abusive, egotistical, self-serving, and hypocritical. Believe it or not, this isn't new. Institutions have always let people down, including Jesus. Instead of finding companions for his divine mission, Jesus found that he was constantly challenged by the religious and political authorities of his day, by the Romans, the Herodian family, the Pharisees, and the Sadducees. In the end, it was one of his own disciples who betrayed him into the institution's hands. Jesus wasn't just turned off by the institutions of his day. He was afraid they would do something even worse than challenge him. He believed they would kill him. He prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane for his father not to let this happen, but only if it be God's will. In the end, Jesus put his full trust in God and not in the temple system or the political powers. Even though he was crucified, resurrection and new life won the day. If Jesus had put his trust in human establishments, there'd be no victory over death. The gospel lessons of these past two Sundays in the Orthodox Church play on this theme especially if we explore the spiritual meanings of the passages read on those days. 
The Sunday of the Murbang Women is a story about how Joseph of Arimathea seals Jesus' body in a tomb, despite Jesus having told his disciples over and over again that he would rise from the dead. There's no need for a tomb if your body isn't going to stay there. If we dig into the spiritual or literary meaning of the text, we find that the tomb is a symbol of both the temple and the religious authorities who tried to shut up Jesus during his ministry. Though Jesus' body was shut up in a rock tomb, that tomb couldn't prevent the resurrection. This shows us that the gospel, the good news, isn't limited to a temple in Jerusalem. It isn't limited to a hierarchy created by man. The good news transcends our human institutions, organizations we often put our faith in instead of God. The gospel can't be contained, and it can't be stopped from being proclaimed to all nations. The next Sunday, the Sunday of the paralytic, has the same sort of message. Here's a man who is a paralytic, and he's in deep pain. The worst has happened to him. He's lost all freedom and the ability to fend for himself. He's become a nobody with no one to assist him. Perhaps we should understand that he has no one who loves him. He hopes that someone will eventually help him into the pool at Bethesda, which means house of kindness, so that he can be healed by the waters. But despite the pool's name, no kindness is shown to him. Because the gospel tells us there are five porticos, and because this pool is called a house, we know that this place is symbolic of religious houses all across the world, places that have become spiritually dead. Jesus heals this man, and again shows us that the power of the resurrection can break through our human stubbornness. People can still be healed even when institutions are self-serving and hypocritical. As a further dig against the religious institution of the first century, Jesus tells the man to pick up his pallet and walk. At this point, I think we're all visualizing a man physically getting up and walking away. But this isn't what Jesus means. He means that this man must now walk the way. He must abide by the gospel's way of life. This is driven home when Jesus later sees the man in the temple and says to him, See, you have been made well. Do not sin any more, so that nothing worse happens to you. In other words, don't fall into the same trap as the religious leaders have. Don't become abusive, egotistical, self-serving, and hypocritical. Don't turn religion into something that's despised by the population. The Sunday of the Resurrection, the Sunday of the Myrrh-Bearing Women, and the Sunday of the Paralytic demonstrate that our faith should be placed in Christ, not in ourselves and not in what we as humans can build or create, even if it's in the guise of religion. The same criticism that was leveled against the temple in Jesus' day are the same criticisms that people are leveling against the church today, 
which makes these gospel lessons still relevant. As I stated at the beginning of this podcast, a lot of folks of my generation have lost faith in the church. They see it as an institution filled with people who are constantly bickering, judging, and spreading gossip. Yet the gospel lessons for these Sundays tell us there's a difference between the church as an institution, which is a broken and human organization, and the church as the assembly, the ecclesia, that's gathered around the Eucharist. Both are filled with sinners. The difference is whether the sinners are seeking to serve themselves, as the religious authorities of Jesus' day did, or whether these sinners are gathered to be challenged by the gospel in order to be healed and transformed. As the assembly called by God, we may need to be organized, but we must remember the building, the administration, and the ministries are there to serve the gospel, not the other way around. And it's in the gospel that we place our trust, not in a building. When we are properly oriented by the gospel, we see that we are called out of the world, away from human hypocrisy and self-aggrandizing in order to become the body of Christ. These past few Sunday gospel readings challenge us to remember our mission as the body of Christ. We're here to proclaim Christos Anesti, Christ is risen, and not to turn the church into something it wasn't intended to be, such as a cultural institution, a political mouthpiece, or an ethnic club. We're here to bring healing and new creation. We're here to cultivate trust in Christ for the redemption of the world. May the messages of these past Sunday Gospels empower us to pick up our crosses and live, not as the temple authorities did, or as the religious houses of Jesus' day did, but as the church we're called to be. May we be inspired to walk the way. Until next time, God bless.